0: Welcome to Exaltation. This is Father David Masterson bringing you the beautiful, the good, and the true. I will lift up my eyes to the hills From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forevermore. Unto you I lift up my eyes, O you who dwell in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their masters, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God, until he has mercy upon us, because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. That's an amazing encouragement.
1: It is, especially for today.
0: It is such an encouragement for God's people around the world. This is our greatest need right now. We must lift up our eyes. We must lift our minds, our thoughts, our hearts up to the Lord and look at Him and be fixed upon Him and realize that He dwells in the heavens his sovereignty rules over all, and he is in charge of our world. Yes. Not evil men, not wicked globalists who are seeking to enact their designs for God's earth, but the God of the heavens, the master of the universe, he is in charge of our world. This passage continues, O our God! Will you not judge them?
1: Yes, Lord, we're waiting.
0: For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you.
1: Amen.
0: My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Who, who made, made heaven, heaven and, and earth. Amen. Isn't that marvelous? What
1: a great passage this morning. Oh, David, read that again.
0: Listen to this word from the Psalms. "O our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do. But our eyes are upon you. My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth.
1: Amen.
0: Most loving Father, who willest us to give thanks for all things, to dread nothing but the loss of thee, and to cast all our care on thee who carest for us, Preserve us from faithless fears and worldly anxieties Mm. and grant that no clouds of this mortal life may hide us from the light of thy love, which is immortal and which thou hast manifested to us in thy son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. This comes from a godly saint, William Bright, 1824 to 1901. He tells us not to dread anything, anything, no fears, no calamities, no wars, no health crisis, dread nothing but the loss of thee.
1: And this is exactly what we need to hear because people are, have this spirit of fear, which God did not give us. He said, I did not give you a spirit of fear. So we have to realize that fear is the pandemic. Look at, preserve us from faithless fears and worldly anxieties. Mm. This is what God's people need to hear. And they need to be uh, encouraged to give them courage.
0: Amen. Pray for us unto the Lord thy God, that the Lord thy God may show us the way wherein we should walk, and the thing that we should do. Jeremiah 42, verse 2 and 3. We can't choose happiness either for ourselves or for another. We can't tell where that will lie. We can only choose whether we will indulge ourselves in the present moment or whether we will renounce that for the sake of obeying the divine voice within us, for the sake of being true to all the motives that sanctify our lives. I know this belief is hard. It has slipped away from me again and again, but I have felt that if I let it go forever... I should have no light through the darkness of this life. O Father, hear! The way is dark, and I would fain discern what steps to take, into which path to turn. O, make it clear! There was a care on my mind so to pass my time that nothing might hinder me from the most steady attention to the voice of the true shepherd. That's interesting. He took a care in his mind so to pass his time, so to live his day, that nothing might hinder me from the most steady attention. That's intentional. That's constant Mm -hmm. looking to the voice of the true shepherd. That's a beautiful thought.
1: There's so many voices today. And there's, you know, within religion, within all the denominations and uh, within science, which is a religion or scientism, there's so many voices. But who is the true shepherd? We need to hear his voice. Mm.
0: We need to keep listening for him and waiting on him in this time of worldwide chaos. We have a wonderful Old Testament reading in Isaiah chapter 12. The Lord is my strength and my song. And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. And he has become my salvation.
1: Amen.
0: Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall you say, praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, For great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee.:
1: Isn't that marvelous shout! Oh shout, O oh daughters of Jerusalem. behold! God, God is, is my, my salvation. salvation. I love this. Listen, <clears> let's <throat> say this together, OK? Behold,
0: God, God is, is my, my salvation. salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. afraid. For the, For the Lord, Lord Jehovah is my, my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. That's really the promise mm-hmm. that needs to undergird us every single day.
1: Look at. And therefore with joy <clears throat> shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare all his doings among the people, and make mention that his name is exalted. We need to be busy doing this Mm. why are god's people downtrodden why is their face long you know like the Mm. lord said Mm. to cain why are you so bummed out Mm. look at your face you're so depressed what's (laughs) going on you you have it in you to do good do it that's what he says and Mm. that's what we need to uh you know we need to be telling god's people praise the lord Call upon his name. When you call me and ask me, you No, know, David, you're a pastor, people call you all the time, and they say, David, I just don't have any faith. I'm really struggling. Why is God letting this happen? What do we tell them?
0: Praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Amen. I think that's the focus that we all need to have during these chaotic times. It is so easy to listen to the media, Mm -hmm. to listen to the news voice, to listen to what's on television. Mm -hmm. And that leads us straight into discouragement and despair. Mm -hmm. But the word of God is always powerful and true and just and right. And it encourages us and teaches us not to be afraid, not to be downtrodden, not to be timid but to have courage in our hearts and believe we are to sing unto the Lord for he hath done excellent things that is known in all the earth you see God's name and God's works and God's spirit are enough God's works God's name and God's spirit are enough for God's people we don't need anything else We We don't don't, need
1: a green pass. We
0: don't need a green pass. (laughs) We don't need government intervention. We don't need leadership by world globalists. We simply need the preciousness of the Word of God and the Spirit of God working through the Word of God to bring us joy. To bring us joy. The Word says, cry out and shout. Thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. My dear friend, who is in the midst of thee this day? Who is in the midst of thee? Do you see him? Do you reach out to him? Do you trust him? Do you pray to him? Let God be God and let him bring you into his everlasting joy.
1: Amen.
0: The psalm for today is Psalm 116. I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. Because he hath inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death compassed me about, and the pains of hell got hold of me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then... I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord, and righteous, yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low, and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from stumbling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, therefore I have spoken. This is very interesting. I believed, therefore have I spoken. I wonder, Rochelle, if many Christians really don't believe, and therefore they are silent. Because it's our belief, it's our faith,
1: which emboldens us,
0: which detonates and and releases the Spirit of God in us to give us utterance, to give us words to speak, to stand up, to testify about the goodness of the Lord, the greatness of the Lord, the provision of the Lord. He is able, God is able to do above and beyond whatever we can ask or think. We need to believe.
1: Yes, believing is seeing uh, because if you don't believe, you can't see. This has been proven. I mean, there's been psychological testing done. It's a belief. If we don't believe, then we're not going to be able to see or perceive, you know, feel the Lord in our lives. He's there anyway, whether we believe or not. But it's it's all about uh, our own um, perception. We feel like God is far away. None of that is true.
0: None of it is true. The Lord is around us, in us, through us, uh, above us, beneath us, to the side, to the other side. Mm-hmm. And it's simply we need to exercise our faith to Let our belief carry us into speaking. Well, what
1: is your belief? That's the thing. We say, Lord, help my unbelief. Because believing in the Lord, if we either believe in him or we believe the lie from Satan. Mm. So there's nobody here or in the world that doesn't have any beliefs. It's just what do they believe? Mm. So when you believe a lie, you will be blinded.
2: Mm. The Lord was my refuge and my upholder, and he brought me forth into a place of liberty. He delivered me because he delighted in me. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my Saviour. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: We need to put our faith and trust and belief in the living God and in his living word. Now, verse 12 says, What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me?
1: Hmm. Does that mean, what do I owe the Lord? (laughs) What do I owe him? Isn't that everything?
0: Exactly. Mm -hmm. What what shall I render? What shall I give back? What shall I uh, offer unto the Lord my God? Because his benefits are so immense So daily, so unbelievably uh, great towards Mm -hmm. us. What does he say? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord.
1: Hallelujah. So there we take we
0: the cup. Look <laughs> at
1: that, the communion. We take the cup of salvation, which is in our communion.
0: We Every take
1: time it. we come to that table, we take that cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. Wow, it's in Psalms, way before the Lord gave us that cup, literally at the Last Supper.
0: Absolutely. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. I find these verses very interesting. Number one, we owe a debt unto the Lord. We, we need to render back unto him and give back to him for all his benefits toward us. He has created us. He has sanctified us. He has redeemed us. He gives us our daily food and our daily drink. He gives us all the benefits of this life and the life to come. And we must render back to him.
1: And beloved, we do that. He gives us a way because we can't do it of our own selves. So how does he give us this way? I see it in the commandments So he provides us a way to render unto him for all his benefits towards us, which is the first commandment. Keep
0: the commandment.
1: What's the first commandment?
0: Love the Lord your God.
1: Love, love the Lord.
0: With all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength.
1: That's the answer. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me?
0: I will love him. I will give back to him the fruit of my love. I will take the cup of salvation that he has given to me. I will rejoice in that salvation and I will call on the name of the Lord. I will pray constantly. And then verse 14 says, I will pay my vows unto the Lord. What are the vows that the people of God make? The vows that the people of God make are what you promised God the day you were baptized. You promised to renounce the world, to renounce the devil, and to follow wholeheartedly after the Lord God. I will pay my (laughs) vows unto the Lord in the presence of all his people.
1: Yes. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Oh, Lord, I think about the, the martyrs, the early Christians, the first century. They had no fear. I mean you talk about a pandemic and a corruption and tyranny. They faced it. And oh Lord, truly I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast loosed my bonds. Amen. Amen. They can't take us to the lions and think they're putting us in prison. <laughs> what is death? It's Present with the Lord.
0: That's right. Even if they take away our earthly bodies, we know that we are present with the Lord. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord.
1: Wow, look at what the sacrifice is.
0: Thanksgiving, thanksgiving. and prayer. And what is thanksgiving? Look at this.
1: It's gratefulness. When you give thanks, we're in thanksgiving. We're being grateful. Hmm. Yeah,
0: grateful. What is our sacrifice? Our sacrifice is thanksgiving and calling. We give thanks. We are grateful. Our hearts are overflowing with praise and adoration to our wonderful God. And we are constant in prayer. We keep calling, calling, always praying all the time unto the name of the Lord and begging his mercy. Our next psalm is Psalm 91, The Secret Place of the Most High. This is truly one of those amazing psalms. So much has been written about the Christian life based on Psalm 91. Listen to these wonderful words. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. In fact, The author Elizabeth Elliot has a book entitled The Shadow of the Almighty, where she goes in and chronicles the life of Jim Elliot, the martyred missionary to the Acca Indians. Verse 2, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence.
1: Oh, Lord, have mercy. The pestilence. The pestilence. Here we have the pestilence. The corona, the common cold virus, manipulated to become a pestilence. Absolutely.
0: This is very applicable to our current crisis. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler.
1: Wow, are these words of encouragement? Say that again, listen, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence.
0: Wow. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. What comes into our minds goes out of our minds and hearts. His truth must be our shield and our buckler, because if we listen to deceptions and lies, we will produce the fruit of deceptions and lies in our lives. His truth, his word, the truth of the word of God, this precious book, which is bequeathed to us as the church, his truth must be our shield and our buckler.
1: Amen.
0: Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling.
1: Whew! Glory! Hallelujah! Where has this been? Psalm 91, people! Get your Bibles out. And you want to know, right, We're afraid of a coronavirus. Get your Bibles out, Lord. Have mercy upon us. He's given us the the power and the knowledge right now to withstand this evil. Why? Because there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling.
0: Absolutely. This is God's promise for the church in this moment. Yes. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Are you dwelling in the secret place of the Most High? Are you walking with the Lord? Are you trusting in the Lord? Are you depending upon the Lord? Are you leaning hard upon the Holy Spirit in your life? and making God your refuge, your fortress, your trust. This is an amazing verse. God becomes our shield, our buckler, our tower, our fortress, our refuge. All of these things are from the Lord.
1: Yes. The narrative that's out there every single day hammering God's people, and as well as all the other lost sheep, It's very, very sad, very sad to be told there's nothing that can be done for you. Lies! He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. That's God.
0: Well, in in the midst of all these verses comes this wonderful promise. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name." We must know the name of God. We must draw close to the name of God. We must pray the name of God. We must live and breathe the name of God because he hath set his love upon me. When we set our love upon God, it's a conditional promise. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. Those who don't set their love upon God don't get delivered. Those who set their love, who set their heart, who put their focus on the love of God, he will deliver them. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen. You've been listening to the program Exaltation. I'm Father David Masterson with Godet Ministries. You may reach us on the web at gaudetministries.org. That's G-A-U-D-E-T-E-Ministries.org. Until next time, may God richly bless you with this word of encouragement from the prophet Isaiah. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. He gives strength to the weary, and to him who lacks might he increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles, They will run and not get tired, they will walk and not faint.